Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital, the Galaxy 60 podcast. Today we have two very excited gamers who are not excited at all with me. Uh, one of them is Rishi. Hey, what's up? And the other guy is Gagan. Hey, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm always excited. Yeah, and as usual, I'm your host Pranay. And we have these two people over here to talk about subscriptions in gaming consoles. So there is the PS Plus subscription for PlayStation 4 owners, and of course PlayStation 3 and Vita owners as well. And there's the Xbox Live Games with Gold subscription for the Xbox One crowd. So what do these subscriptions do? First of all, they give you quite a few free games every month uh, if you pay an annual fee. And what they also do is they let you play multiplayer on PS4 and Xbox One. Along with that, you get obviously a lot of other options as well. You can uh, use all the VOD apps that they have, Netflix and Twitch and whatever other channels that they already offer you. So you can use all of those things along with your subscription. So there are a few more advantages like that. So I think even the social functions on the Xbox work only once you have Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, and I'm not sure about the PS4 social functions, but at least Xbox, I know that's a fact. Ah, uh, plus the other advantage is uh, you can upload your save files to the cloud, which on both consoles with uh, with Xbox Gold or uh, PlayStation Plus, which ends up being super useful considering in the in the odd event your console dies on you, at least you have a backup. Oh, that's uh, always very useful, yeah. and plus you can delete all those bulky save files from your console yeah. because you have a backup online. It yep. makes a big difference. All right. So the problem with these two services right now is this, um, okay. Let's first look at the price. So the Xbox One, um, the Xbox Games with Gold subscription costs two thousand two hundred and forty rupees per year. Yep. Okay, and three fifty per month. Yeah. Similarly, the PS Plus subscription costs four thousand rupees for a year, and that's about five hundred and seventy-six yeah. rupees per month. Yeah. Yeah. So for this price, you should ideally be getting a lot more. As in, you should be getting uh, AAA free titles, at least maybe two of them or three of them a year, and good quality games. But of late, what we've noticed is that the quality of games, especially on the PS Plus subscription, has been going down. Oh, it's so, been really, really bad. The PS Plus has been like a indie hell for a person like me. I'm not much of an indie gamer. I prefer playing AAA titles. I think Rishi is more of the indie person over here. <laughs> I mean, still, uh, the thing is that for me, it's been really, really bad because I got PS Plus along with my PS4, and I've been subscribed ever since, expecting the the AAA titles to come in at some given point of time. When PS3 had PS Plus, they used to constantly keep getting good AAA titles. In fact, even now, I even mean, now they're getting it. This month they have Yakuza 5, so which is a pretty good game. And in yeah. January they had Dragon Age Origins. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, okay, uh, like not really my favorite, but yeah, still. I don't know the the way I see it. It's not indie hell. It's more like indie haven. I mean, at the end of the day, if you already have a PlayStation Four or an Xbox One, chances are you're going to pick up the latest AAA releases. Be it an Assassin's Creed, be it a Gears of War, be it Halo, be it Infamous, be it Uncharted. You're going to buy that because that's what you bought the console for. The way I see it, PlayStation Plus makes a very good case to know what else is there in the gaming universe. There's more to games than AAA call stuff like Call of Duty and and Gran Turismo and Forza and the like. There's more to it. And to me, it's it's I it's a it's a simple. I look at it this way: you're paying you're paying I think four thousand bucks for the year, which which works out to the price of one new game. All right, you're paying that much for the year, and you get access to a whole bunch of stuff you would never know exists. So that's existed. the thing. If I paid four thousand bucks and I got Two AAA games that were worth that much, even in the whole year, and they gave me indies or rest of it. I would be perfectly fine with it. But look at this month; we got Tricky Tars. I've never even heard of this game. I don't think indie gamers want to play that game. <laughs> so I, I don't know what you're gonna do with yeah, that. And last month we got Fury, which was amazing. 
and then prior to that there was transistor and secret ponchos both were also pretty damn good so sure. point is i mean if i look at it this way you're paying you're paying that money to experiment and see what's there outside the triple a comfort zone because it's i mean it, if you even look at games as a whole the entire triple a space tends to be too crowded tends to get too too much of the same thing after a period of time i mean how how often are you going to end up finding yourself playing the same call of duty or the same fifa you want something different this is a palate cleanser if you will sure but i mean give me an assassin's creed like some game that released like 3 years back that nobody is buying anymore or maybe even uh, the infamous game that had come out that time La- not last light the one before that they gave the expansion on uh, yeah they gave plus. last light uh, second sun was second sun right yeah. that's the one they but the only triple a game i've seen ever since i got my subscription has been nba 2k16 yeah. which is something <laughs> i don't even play it, it's a sports game it's a very niche audience anyway yeah. so that's the thing i mean they give you gone home they give you yeah. good games sure i'm not denying that but it would be nice if i get a bang for my buck every now and then at least like you know couple of times a year I don't know. I I mean the way I look at it all games aren't alike. Yes. And the chances are you'd have played the old the old AAA stuff before anyway. Yes. So, I mean I I look at it this way. Would I choose a Gone Home or Galaxy over uh over over AAA stuff like NBA 2K16? Yes, I would because they're different games. They're fun. They're different games. They're different approaches to to what gaming could be. Hey, just to so, clarify, I you know I would prefer any other game to NBA 2K16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basketball isn't exactly the most popular sport yeah. here, but uh, so no. The yeah. thing is, you look at uh, games with gold, for example. Whatever games they give you, they will all work on your Xbox One control. Even the Xbox 360 games, because the console is backwards compatible. I don't even have an Xbox One, and, yeah. and I'm defending this. Yeah. So the, <laughs> for PS4 users, uh, we just have two games every month. I have a PS3, I have a PS Vita, so I'm an exception. But the thing is that most people will have either or. They'll have a PS4 or a PS3, or maybe a PS4 with a Vita or the other option. But the thing is, it's some you're always going to miss out. on a couple of games here and there or maybe just be able to avail of two games every month and that's actually a pretty good point i mean if you look at the titles that have been offered recently uh, for the xbox one the list actually looks far more promising than than the ps plus uh, list so there's wwe 2k16 um, then apart from that last month there was banner saga 2 Uh, both of these are actually really good games, and also Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but the thing is, um, isn't that a 360 game? The Rainbow yes. Rainbow Six Vegas. Yes. Yeah, it yes. is. It yeah. Is. So the thing is, because there's backward compatibility over here, you yeah. can instantly play these games. And uh, the bigger thing is that because of that, uh, these games are not available anymore, right? As an Xbox 360, as a console is dead. Yeah. So it's very hard to pick up these games unless you have that console and it's not uh, RROD yet. Yes. Um, so yeah, you can <laughs> enjoy those games, and these are all AAA. So every, it allows them to give more AAA games, you know, in, with True. the subscription. True. But I mean, you also have to consider the business angle of it because uh, the other part of it is for, for a lot of publishers, the Xbox 360 is essentially dead. So for them to offload games, it's no, it's it's literally there is no harm done. It's not like uh, there's any problem with that because I mean, fine, a game like Deus Ex, I think that was uh, f- Human Revolution. I think was free a few months ago, and it made sense because you have Mankind Divided coming out, give people a taste of it, so they pick up the new one. For them, it's 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 a sort of a, f- uh, a very cost-effective marketing tool. But if you look at it also from from the other spectrum, uh, indie developers are always concerned whether they can break even or not. Hmm. So for them, they rather give up that uh, potential revenue by giving games on PlayStation Plus for a set amount of income, and that's what a lot of them end up doing. So it's it's and and considering Sony's positioned itself as the kind of 
a curated version of Steam, if you will, in terms of indie offerings. It works for them. I mean, and but I do agree. Yeah, I mean, there there are going to be those who have a problem with it because PS Plus's legacy was built on AAA. Yeah. We it, when it started, it had some of the best AAA titles you could think of, and uh, now, yeah, I mean, people are obviously a little bummed out that they can't play those. Yeah. So over here, I'd like to bring in this one Sony poll. It was on Sony's website hmm. uh, back in 2013. Hmm. So it asks. Uh, people who are subscribing to PS Plus or who have, who have not, just gamers in general, they conducted a poll and they asked them which games, which kind of games, which genre of games do you want to see more of on PS Plus? And guess what was the top voted genre? Match yeah. 3 puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely like to see more adventure or RPGs. No, dude. Yes. We need more so. Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Both of you pointed out both ends of the spectrum. So RPG was the most requested genre followed by action-adventure. And the least requested genre was puzzle games. Yeah. Now, if you look at the games that you get in PS Plus right now. It's uh, the other way around. Exactly. Maybe one RPG in the past uh, 18 months or so. Yep. Yeah. And it's actually like quite bad if you really want something different than what they uh, currently what they're offering. Yeah, they haven't completely like the, uh, been devoid of any RPGs. They gave uh, Child of Light as a PS Plus game. Some like I think this was in 2014 or 15. One of the early days. But yeah, the thing is, after that, it's been just all either action or indies. Like, indies also would be puzzle-based games or platformers. Like, basically, just about everything I don't play. Yeah, I guess it's it's a lot to do with the economics of of, um, of, the, of gaming. Like, I guess AAA developers won't gain much by putting their game on, on uh, PS Plus in, the, in terms of money. Because they have to sign for a fixed amount, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it only makes sense when you have a new game in the franchise coming out. Mm. And it also makes sense only if, uh, you know, it's if, if, if you know that you can't make any more at retail or selling it on digitally, then you go for that option. But the other thing which uh, we're missing out on is the reason why PS Plus subscriptions have been doing very well. And even in Sony's last earning call, they ended up to be a strong driver of revenue. Is uh, the fact that at the end of the day, if you want to play multiplayer, you need it. So, yeah, you have no option. So, whether, you want, whether it's playing Call of Duty or Street Fighter V, when it works... <laughs> you need PlayStation. Yeah, that's a good Plus. point. Hey, I'd also like to bring out a fact that they're getting stingier by the day. Uh, so if I have a PS4 console and I go to the PlayStation Plus uh, store to uh, get my free games, before I could access every game on it, as in whether it's on PS3, PS Vita or PS4, now it would not let me access PS Vita or PS3. I'll have to go to the site and from the store, the web store, I'll have to pick up all the games. Yeah, it's it's a, a bit of a cumbersome process nowadays. Yeah, they're making it more cumbersome for yeah. you because before it was a good idea. You know, I used to pile up all the PS Vita games, you know, though I didn't have a PS Vita. And once I got a PS Vita, I already had a huge library of games to play with. Yeah. So now I think that's going to be a little difficult option for me. Yeah, that that is also, I, I guess that's a pretty bad move overall. But in general, Sony's record with backward compatibility over here is, is pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, you can't play PS3 games from the PS4, but... From Xbox One, you can play 360 games. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, yeah, like, I mean, I guess there's one thing to be mentioned over here that uh, you know this could change soon for Sony, right? Yeah, so if you guys noticed a couple, I think yesterday or day before, as as on the recording of this podcast, uh, Sony had hiked price on, the, on PS Plus subscriptions by $10 for a yearly subscription. Uh, they've done this uh, in US and Canada. It hasn't affected Europe because Europe had its price hike last year, India included. Yeah. So there's no price hike now. But uh, 
the rumor that's doing the rounds and is that uh, Sony will bring PlayStation Now, which is its version of Netflix for, uh, for, uh, for, for gaming consoles, smart TVs and PCs. Wait, does this mean you can stream videos or play games? Play yeah. games, play, stream video games wow. and play them. Wow. So, PlayStation Now right now is restricted to PlayStation 3 games. Uh, and PlayStation 2, right? Uh, PlayStation 3. Oh. So essentially God of War HD, God of War 2 HD, uh, Gran Turismo, the entire nine yards. So uh, there's a lot of games I, uh, which which you can stream on 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 your on your device, be it PS3, be it PS4, be it a Vita, yeah. be it even smart TVs, and now PC as well, which was was announced as a, at the time of this podcast. It was announced yesterday. So the so, thing is, right now it's a US only uh, twenty dollar subscription, right? Yes. Separate subscription. Yes. So if they include that, then that really makes it a good package. Yeah, it does. So, but will we get it? So here's the thing: uh, it'll be restricted to your accounts, and if you have a US account, which you can create uh, for for it, it's really yeah. easy to create one in India. You should be able to access that, but you need a connection that's at least uh, five Mbps. Yeah. So if that comes in, we will see more value on that service. But otherwise, uh, you're better off with. I mean, yeah, if you're the sort who likes AAA stuff, you're better off with uh, games with gold. Although in India, it's a very weird situation because uh, the Xbox One isn't exactly the most popular <laughs> and yeah. it's, it, it does become very tough to find people to play online with. So you're, you're like stuck with the least popular console having the best subscription plan or the most popular console which is a PlayStation 4 having not such a good subscription plan. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. This is not really a discussion of which of these platforms is better. We're just more like evaluating about which ones give you the bang for the buck which Xbox seems to be giving right now. But if that uh, PlayStation Now subscription does get added onto this, then that kind of starts making sense. Plus, uh, there's also been an announcement that you can play PlayStation Now on your PC, right? Yes, yes. With DualShock support. There's a yes. DualShock adapter coming up, apparently. Yes. So it's finally going to be easier to play PC games with your DualShock 4. So yeah, but what I'm really happy about is that PlayStation Now, this is really good news if you can just stream PS3 games. That introduces backward compatibility yeah. first. Secondly... Uh, in PS Plus, the PS3 titles that we've been getting, they are actually quite good. I mean, I, I have no issues with them. Yeah. Like we get all the classics uh, that, you know, we were discussing a few a, a couple months ago uh, about uh, whether you should buy a PS3 or not. Yeah. And once this thing comes in, then there's no reason to buy a PS3 at all. Even PS Vita actually for that matter, like just a couple of months back, we got God of War Ghost of Sparta, which is a pretty good game to have on your Vita. Though I think it's a PSP. Uh, yeah, it's a PSP game. PSP game. But yes. still, it's a really, very really fun game yeah. to have on your Vita anyway. So they have been pretty good with that. They've given you uh, the unwritten swan. Yeah. Yeah. Unwritten. Unfinished swan. Unfinished, unfinished swan. Yeah, unfinished sorry. swan yeah. So yeah, unfinished swan, which is a game I actually did finish. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was a really, really nice game. I mean, they do throw in some good games every now and then, but PS4 is where they're really lacking. And that is their main console right now. So I don't know why. It's simple. It's because it's the most successful console when you're it's on top. It's already selling, right? Yeah, when you're mm -hmm. on top, you don't have to worry too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so why do you guys think there's such a great quality of games in Xbox Live as compared to PS4, which is, you know, so-so um, this year? Yeah. I that think it has to do with the history of these uh, subscription services to begin with. Uh, before PlayStation Plus, there was just uh, Xbox Gold. And Xbox Gold was mainly for multiplayer, no other functionality. Uh, the PlayStation 3 let you play online online multiplayer for free. Uh, then uh, when, when Sony started its own subscription service with PS Plus, uh, allowing for cloud saves and giving you the instant game collection, uh, Microsoft were on the back foot. And it took them a, a, a while to react. And it's, it's simply a question of 
the fact that okay now Microsoft's in a position where they're not the number one console so they have to try harder when you're number two you essentially try harder and that's true for the gaming industry as well and which is why you're seeing better games for now until they obviously reach that invisible milestone of whether they should hike price or whether they should you know reduce the quality of offerings because reducing quality of offerings means also lower cost to them so it's right now it's it's good because you know they're number two it's as simple as that yeah and do you think there's any role of the community like the gaming community of xbox i think is far more vocal than the playstation community uh com- the community has a massive role to play the xbox one subreddit is teeming with people with uh, who have opinions and comments which actually gets read by the uh, microsoft teams quite regularly and they've incorporated they've incorporated a lot of that feedback into the console itself into the os itself so and if you look at the playstation 4 community it's a lot more uh, varied but they aren't as vocal so that, i think that makes a v- massive difference in my opinion yeah i guess partly it has to do with the fact that so many more people are buying the playstation 4 so if the community is smaller they are closer knit and they often yes. ha- can yeah. reach the company much faster yes but then you know with the larger the community the harder it gets to reach the company because there is too many voices yes okay um so i guess there's one big question that we need to answer over here that who should get ps plus is can you skip the subscription entirely and still be fine with it see as bad as as much as we complain actually about the service i don't think it's uh, skippable completely first of all you won't be able to play multiplayer on your consoles at all which even if you don't even if you kind of just uh, get all the free stuff that they're giving you you do get a few gems every now and then which amount to which pretty much makes the whole subscription package pay for itself so and then there's the added bonus of netflix or twitch or whatever other uh, streaming service that you subscribe to you can use that without any issues then the obviously the cloud backup as rishi mentioned all these things these are good points and 4000 bucks a year isn't very expensive for something like this i mean i, I think it pretty much pays for itself yeah but from what i can see you get two games a month right for yeah. ps4 yeah and if you have older consoles well and good you get more like up to six yeah. games in all it definitely yeah. makes sense if you have more than one playstation console yeah so i guess that would be the main target audience right those people should not skip it at all the ones who have more than one playstation console but i have a feeling they're going to probably uh, discontinue that maybe they'll discontinue ps3 or ps vita once uh, the ps vr starts i'm sure they're going to start giving away ps vr free games because they want to encourage that platform uh, it probably will move on after yeah, one point it could but uh, the way i see it is that you can actually skimp on it if you have a playstation 4 and you're the sort who only plays single player yeah you can skimp on it fine you lose out on the cloud saves but then you can back them up to a pen drive hmm. uh, the only other thing you do miss out on and this could be a deal breaker for some people is that when you have ps plus or even games with gold you get a you get a deeper discount on games that are on sale which is usually i think 10% more so your savings ends up being a lot more if uh, if you have any of these services uh, yeah in in the long run if you're the sort who con- who has a fast enough inter- internet connection it will pay for itself but if you're the sort who doesn't have a fast enough internet internet connection or has a massive fup or sorry ha- or has a very low fup it's going to be a problem So yeah, digital games are in generally uh, general a problem for anybody yeah. with an FUP. Yeah, and of course we haven't mentioned so far that these games disappear if your subscription lapses. Yes, that yeah. is that is another point. Uh, it's not the case with uh, games with gold anymore. Uh, it is the case with PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And to me, that's another problem in itself because if your subscription lapses or you know you, you don't you just don't want to subscribe, you don't have that 
because you guys have to understand it's usually the fine print usually says it's not ownership yeah at least with ps plus uh games with gold that has changed uh and honestly at the end of the day i think it's fairly skippable if you don't play online both services if you ask me which there is i'm pretty sure there is a significant number of people who do not play online they play games for the story and they enjoy single player campaigns and you know there are a lot of people like that so there's no harm in saying that you can skip also those regular call of duty players who only want to play online or don't even care about the single player mode and just buy that one game year after year for them it's i guess it's a no-brainer it is but i still think you can skimp on it if you if you if you if you don't have a fast enough internet connection you don't play multi multiplayer you can easily skimp on it yeah i mean if you're getting a game like say um witcher 3 yeah. yeah you can easily spend 60 70 hours in the game without going ever without ever going online yeah, forget sure. like multiplayer entirely so yeah that brings us to xbox live games for gold um is it worth it is a no brainer if you have an xbox one I, I definitely think that's way more worth it than even the PS Plus because every game you get on it will work on Xbox One console. I mean, this is considering you have an Xbox One console, <laughs> so because that's the only option right now, right? Yeah, three sixty is dead. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. So every game on it, whether back, uh, it's through backwards compatibility or it's a new game, it will work on it. And plus, the quality of games has been better on the Xbox games with gold. So and just to clarify, like, these games will stay in your account after the subscription yeah. lapses, right? Yeah. So yeah, but that makes so much. That's sense. a massive draw. Like the, I mean, I'm sold on it right now because of this one feature. Uh to me it's it's a good service. It it works, but again like I said, I mean, you can unless you're, unless you're playing multi, you can again skip on this because for the simple reason that um I mean, it's a it's a question of storage space as well, right? And that's a that, that's the big pain point here. I mean, you're looking at games which have a 40 50 gig download. you are you you're looking at high download uh, at a massive download and you even when you're uploading your save files it's also uh, quite painful on your fup so you can skimp on that as well uh, i don't see either being mandatory they good to have if you have the bandwidth that's how i see it and the other reason to even consider either is what kind of gamer you are so if you're if you're the sort who wants triple a essentially if you're gagan you you want xbox xbox <laughs> gold if you're me you want playstation plus it just depends what kind of gamer you are whether you like the indie stuff more or you like triple a more all right yeah i guess that's about everything we have in the episode today and we will see you with another episode next week